Yeah. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't wanna sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental matters, mental matters, yeah. Jarrell. Yes, sir. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though, my baby? What up, though? Welcome back to another episode of this safe space we call the Mental Matters Podcast. Here to redefine man up properly for the culture, discussing manhood and all the things the men in our lives do and don't talk about. But one thing we always are going to talk about, the jerks of the chickens. Jarrell, how are you, brother? I'm good. I've been having fun recently, you know, coming off of Thanksgiving and spending time with family and this this Thanksgiving it wasn't wild like sometimes Thanksgiving's be like there'd be so much going on where you know we hosting and this this and that so we ended up not hosting this year so we ended up going to everybody else places but you know we cook less food this year and more people was asking for <laughs> we was like oh man we didn't think that through so we had to let including you I had to let a few people down um I'm sorry. My apologies. I oh, wasn't. be sorry. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, we was we was we was doing a lot as far as cooking, but you know we didn't have the responsibility of hosting, so that was cool. Got to actually, you know, sit back and just. I had I had uh I had cousins doing the, the Beyonce Cuff It TikTok challenge in front of me, even though I said I didn't want them to do it. I had uh. Wait, what's had, wrong with that? Nah, it's cool. So, so like, this is my thing, right? Any other TikTok challenges or whatever, they they always be cool for like the first fifty takes. Okay, we talking about women with a camera. You know that that's not going to end in the next half an hour. Because <laughs> all the angles ain't hitting right and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah. Dallas was playing the Giants. You know, Cowboys playing the Giants on Thanksgiving. Next thing I know, the TV get taken over by TikTok videos. So it's like, yeah, so. Oh. That's what I mean when I say I didn't want to see it. It's not that it's not that I'm hating on Beyonce. Now I love that album. Renaissance is like the best album I've heard this year. It's the best album of 2022. Probably the best album I heard like in the last two or three years. Um, but yeah, it was just refreshing and everything. But the whole thing about women taking over the living room on Turkey Day, like that, that that shouldn't have been allowed. So that's the only that's the only gripe I had. But Anyway, we we still got to spend time with family through it all. I had a I had a cousin's giving separately from the family Thanksgiving, so it was cool to just you know be with cousins because like we see each other, we saw each other all the time growing up, going to Mr. Softy, eating popsicles from the corner store, going walking to the Coney Island together, all that type of stuff. And I was like, we got condos, we got real jobs, we got careers, you know, so. It was just cool to like be like locked in again. Like if it was a year two thousand two summer on in Detroit somewhere, you know what I mean. So it was just, it was just cool to be around each other again, mm. making new to, memories. I need to find out who your cousins is because none of my cousins got condos. But anyway, 
Uh, man, that's beautiful to see. It's good to. It was good to really have like a a worryless Thanksgiving. Like, you know, in 2020, 2021, we was really worried about like, what if I get COVID? What about this? And what if me mom ain't vaccinated? What if what if Uncle Pookie and them ain't got the booster shot? You know what I'm saying? So um it seemed to have a lot of normalcy around this year's Thanksgiving and in a true my favorite Thanksgiving tradition. I didn't have to cook a thing. It was great. <laughs> Only thing I had to do was show up, bring something, and eat and take mm-hmm. home to go plates. You know, it's just <laughs> uh, so refreshing. Um, so my Thanksgiving was cool. Uh, Thanksgiving is always kind of a weird holiday for me because it usually falls either smack dab in between or right before or right after my um, grandmother's and my late father's birthday. So um so all those things being considered it was actually a really good time like I didn't have any moments of like sad moments of missing I'm like oh man so-and-so not here it was more so like oh they love this holiday that's why I need to enjoy it as well right um I got to <laughs> I got to see one of my favorite little nephews like up-and-coming little nephews on the mm-hmm. wife's side of the family and um <laughs> let's just say his Detroit vernacular is reaching new heights. <laughs> in one sentence structure, I got him to say, and I quote, what up though, my baby? <laughs> that inflection and everything. <laughs> it was there, like, it's getting there. It was like right there where I needed to be for, for the eight of six. So, you know, it worked. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, the, the inflections was inflectioning. So I was mm-hmm. cool with it. Um, so yeah, that was a good time. We actually did this really cool thing. A lot of families did it. You've probably seen this before. A lot of y'all probably seen this before. But everybody got to be a different dish for Thanksgiving. You know, okay. it didn't necessarily mean in this case you had to bring it. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, your boy wasn't doing that. But <laughs> I got to be the main attraction on Thanksgiving. What what typically is the main attraction on Thanksgiving, Jarrell? Talking about Thanksgiving or are we talking about Black Thanksgiving? I'm talking about the American known holiday called Thanksgiving. Okay. <laughs> okay, American. So we're talking about the turkey. There you go. Now let's let's make it black. What, what, what's, <laughs> let's still make it, let's make it black. I know this has a thousand answers, but let's stay on the same trend, Jarrell. Mm-hmm. These days, what are Black families asking for? Fried as your main fried protein. Turkey. Fried yes. turkey. I got to be the fried turkey. And <laughs> that fried turkey tastes like fried chicken. It was so damn good. I was like, who Mima from the church came up here and fried <laughs> this chicken and then snapped mm-hmm. their fingers and called it a turkey? I was confused um so all that being said I had some great memories some great moments didn't have to clean up a huge kitchen mess around the holiday um I don't think that I don't think my brother-in-law's family had to either I think they uh you had like your pots and pans but all your dishes paper plates etc crock pots and then all your countertops were lined with like some type of thick parchment paper 
So like mm. you, it literally wrote out what everything is in the container. So you didn't have to ask everybody. But like when dinner was done, there was no message to wipe up from the counter. You just mm. balled up the paper, threw it in the trash. Okay. Great. It's lovely. So um, so yeah, um, that part was cool. I feel like we haven't spoken for real, for real in a very long time. We've had guests. We've had like great like moments and talking about momentous occasions. You know, I done messed around and had COVID. That really got messed up our get together times. Um, but I feel like we haven't had a real conversation in so very long. But I feel like I want to do that today. Um, and of course, with every real conversation between me and you, everybody should know if they look through our text message threads right now, mm-hmm. they will see probably at least 50% of what we talk about are the shoe things. So it's only right. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right that we can't get caught up on some shoe news. Now we know the month of November is just about done. By the time you guys are recording, hearing this recording will be December, the last chapter of the ghettos of 2022, um, which means we have at least 11 months to reflect on, talk about, uh, and really just kind of look forward to a, a start of a new year. But not to forget, we got to talk about Christmas. So, Jarrell, yes, I know you have been busy in these shoe streets. <laughs> oh, man. I, I know you, I see your face glowing and it's not just that normal glow that you usually have because you stay moisturized and your hair stay oiled and all that crap. I know, hey, see, he know the right glow. <laughs> that boy know how to glow in the room of darkness. So, so Jarrell, what you been up to shoe-wise? What, what's been the latest big thing shoe-wise in your life lately? Man. So, the last shoe purchase that I made was the lost and founds the Jordan one lost and found so crazy right because I put in on Foot Locker forum you know you can enter the raffle or whatever start entry all that stuff add all my head starts and then when it comes time to reserve it that night the app crashes and then Mm. you get on there and all of a sudden I'm logged out then I got logged back in then it doesn't let me in with my password. Then I finally get in and it tells me I don't, I didn't receive uh, or I didn't get picked. So the only option after that is to wake up on Saturday morning and hopefully get selected in the raffle on sneakers. So after sitting in the raffle queue for like at least an hour and 20 minutes, I finally got the notification on my phone that you are selected and you will be charged however many dollars in taxes for these Jordan one lost and found. And then that following Thursday, they got delivered to my doorstep. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I actually, mm. was it Thursday? It was a Thursday, wasn't it? Or a Wednesday, it was the Wednesday. It was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, right? And uh, I text Richard and I'm like, hey, the lost and founds have been found. And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he's confused as all ever. Like I didn't text this man on Saturday day with the uh, whole conversation about how I got selected after 80 minutes on that app. So 
that was that was funny. That was that was the highlight of the week too. Besides Thanksgiving, he was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> he was like, "You didn't tell me none of this." <laughs> I feel so, like he telling us. Like he telling the story around, but go ahead. Was that the whole story? <laughs> so that's the whole story. I don't have nothing else to say about the whole thing. Shoot, well, I do. I'm about to I'm about to put this situation on, but I don't think that's totally what I said. However, mm-hmm. I was confused because I was like, the, the way you put it, I was sitting here like, what the hell are you talking about, Kobe Bryant? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was confused. It's like mm-hmm. more waffles. That's what he basically like, more waffles. More, more <laughs> things have been found. There's some crap. I'm like, Jarrell, what the hell are you talking about? There it is. Okay, so you were right. Um, the lost and founds have been found. I'm like, all right, listen. Listen, look here, dog. Look here, mm-hmm. listen. I already was in a very cloudy state of mind, okay? We just talked about <laughs> what the days look like around Thanksgiving. <laughs> this one was like, the lost and founds have been found and been captured and you have 24 hours to respond. <laughs> like, but, um, nah, a win for one is a win for the culture. I, I tried to help one of my good friends and I got all types of error messages. I got coded messages. I got error with, like, Cold syntaxes and I got logged out and I was told my password didn't work. I'm gonna try a new password and it's just like invalid entry or some crap. And I was just like, so by the time I finally get in, get back in the sneakers, it's three minutes left. And (laughs) we know how that went. (laughs) So took a big L. You know, somebody tried for me as well, took another L. Just just L's on L's on L's. Say we stuttered in the middle of the alphabet at that point. Um, it was probably one of the worst draw uh situations in sneakers app history. I think the box was out here just crip walking on top of the sneakers app, um, mm-hmm. and just destroying everybody's chances. So, um, but there were real people that got real dubs that genuinely wanted to shoot for themselves. So, so everybody that grabbed some loss and found Jordan ones to Chicago's, um, the reimagined Chicago ones. Congrats to y'all. Y'all deserve it. Dope holiday gift for those that ain't seen them yet. Um, it seems like a lot of people aren't buying shoes. Not all the shoes. Um, there have been numerous shot drops. Exclusive access is given, especially for a usually coveted Air Jordan sneaker. And you probably know exactly what I'm talking about right now. The Jordan 11. Mm-hmm. That boy has been, look at me. Don't you want me? No. <laughs> you sure? No. And I have my reasons for not wanting the Jordan 11s this year. Um, I just feel as if they did it a disservice by mm-hmm. adding that red sock liner to it. I just feel like you shouldn't have did that. You should have just kept it exactly how it was with the low top and just made it a high top. Um, but you know, the other thing is, in real life, what I can also not do, what I can also do instead of talking about how bad it is, I can just say it's not for me and not buy it, which I'm sticking to. Um, I know Jarrell wants everything red, so I know that by the time December <laughs> the kids here, he gonna have a got him screen or a congrats, you confirm store pickup and full locker. I already know how this goes with you, so we ain't even gonna win. We ain't even gonna get mad. You probably could have had him already, but you was trying to be all nice to me. To the wife and she looked at you like yeah yeah 
Just get the shit with it. Yeah. What are you doing? You make it more difficult than you got to. See, like, you got to see it through, my boy. Like, what are you doing, bro? Uh, mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah, I, you know, hey, everybody has to get them cool. But I know you have another priority this year, Jordan wise. What's your, what's your other tools? Yes, sir. Them things is, it's too white for my liking, but. Mm-hmm. The Jordan 2, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, even care, that she was making a huge comeback in 2022. Jordan 2 mm-hmm. is coming through in 2022. Mm-hmm. And uh, I say the second best Jordan 2 of the whole year is <laughs> Chicago 2. Now, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. I'm a little biased. Shout out to my man, Rose Spit. Shout out to one of our new cousins of the Mental Matters community. Shout out to every Detroiter in the world that wanted and got a pair of the Chicago, of the not Chicago twos, the 218 collab of the Jordan twos. Um, I think if it was a high top or mid top, whatever, it will arguably be the best Jordan two that came out this year. But with respect to the classic, I mean, you just can't take the throne. I'm sorry. Um, but I will let that boy throw the dukes up and let it scrap it out for his own. And I think <laughs> it'll come out. You know Detroit people can fight, so I feel like a Detroit Jordan two can fight. For sure, <laughs> it gets Chicago a bloody nose <laughs> before it go down, you know. But so yeah, um, there there's only one thing I'm looking forward to, Jordan wise. And listen, the kids gonna call them bricks. Them kids need their ass whoop. Um, <laughs> I just need one more shoe for me to fulfill, like, just how I feel about shoes in the time being. You ain't going to see me talking about grabbing another pair no time soon after this. I guarantee it. I stand by it. Mm -hmm. No shoe November was a success. I did not go and purchase any Jordans or any shoes for myself in the month of November. Um, Didn't do it. There may have been one purchase for me because of a very silly situation. Um, but it was not my intent to go out and try to buy some shoes. I didn't even cover half of the money spent towards them. But, um, yeah, and I'm going to get those to December 2nd. So, we cleared. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, a lot of great things are dropping in 2023. My biggest things is you got the shoes, now what, right? Like how your fit look, what are you rocking with? Don't just come in here with no sweatpants and say that's a fit. It better be the full sweats with the full dope t-shirts. Mm-hmm. If you want one of these, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out the link, the link tree on our page on Mental Matters um, on the Instagram page. But um, or you can do the following. You can reach out to a dope up-and-coming black business. You know what I'm saying? You can do that. And what better way to segue into the things we discuss as black men than talk to another fellow black man, his kudos and his roses while he's still here. Um, One of our favorite mental health advocates in the city of Detroit and black-owned businesses. You may have heard of the K-Walker Collective by now, the K-Walker Co. on Instagram. I'm talking about none other than my guy, Ken Walker. He's one of the first black men to have a brick and mortar right in the smack dab of Midtown 
Detroit, like with his name on the front of that thing, basically Walker <laughs> Collective. That is one of the most beautiful things I've seen and the most proudest moments I've had as a black man in 2022 is watching somebody else shine and get that brick and mortar. So um all the praises to my boy Ken. Um got the Spirit of Detroit Award. I was able to be there and help celebrate that occasion. Um, and I was able to make a dope purchase or two. Can't what tell. I got something that covers my big old head. And uh, I got two of these, ones for the wife, ones for me. But um, hey, man, support Black business is what I'm about. Support good businesses. Good businesses. Regardless of the color orientation. But especially if that good well-orchestrated black businesses, but you know what I'm saying? Right. So I said that wrong, especially if that good business happens to be black. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the K Walker Collective. That grand open was the, 20, the 26th of November. And um, y'all can check out, we'll have the link to the website and such in our notes in the episode description. And uh, that's that on that. Now, Jarrell. Yes. You remember in 2017, it was a, a summer fall day. You wrote this Facebook status. And you was like, what if we had a space for us mm-hmm. as black men, as uncles, fathers, cousins, and all that, just to talk about our things? You remember that Facebook status? Oh, I definitely remember that Facebook status. That moment was probably one of the best DMs I ever slid in. <laughs> I didn't even have to slide in Elena's DMs that hard. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I just sit here on campus. <laughs> I ain't had to slide in DMs for that. But mm-hmm. with you, I was like, I need to slide in his DMs. I need to make, the, make, the, make this bromance last forever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it, we were talking about the forum. We talked about it for like a split, like 10 seconds. And then here I came with my impulsive ideas. And that was the mm-hmm. beginning of the impulsive relationship that we have right now. It's all because of me. <laughs> I'm taking credit <laughs> for the impulsiveness. I'm giving credit to you for rocking with my impulsive decisions at times. Um, but we decided to make a change in the community and have a podcast where Black men talk about their things. And not just any things. All the things. Whether that be the things that we rock with, the things that happen to us positively we don't share because we're ashamed of looking too good x y and z or somebody laughing thinking it's funny talk about the things that negatively impact us that in a sense also alters our mindset our our mental state as black men um share accomplishments that you usually wouldn't we decided to make this podcast a whole conglomerate and you know one of the things that really shocks me is that here we are in 2022 and we still have a podcast that hasn't got flagged by nobody in no countries that like you know people genuinely listen to that has over 20,000 streams on SoundCloud and while all that is great and dandy and I'm proud to say that we did that I'm also still thinking of what are some of the things that black men in our circles don't talk about. Cause I feel like it's so many things 
that we as black men don't talk about, whether that be good or bad. But I want to open up the can on all of it. And not just one episode, because that'll be a, I don't know how long that episode will be. <laughs> um, but I want to start this conversation by simply asking, are there things that you don't brag enough about? Yeah, there are things I don't I don't brag enough about. I've, I've had people tell me like, dang, you be doing all that? Like, don't sell yourself short. Like, there's a lot of people that don't know how to do that. And um, like that, that happens to me probably, I don't know, a couple of times a month where, you know, I have to get in a conversation with somebody, whether it's a family member or a coworker or whatever. And they just like, oh, like, that's not normal for people, <laughs> for normal people to know. Um, like an example would be like, um, when anytime I tell somebody like I, I do real estate, like outside of engineering and they're like, like, wow, like, where do you find the time to do that? Like, you must really be like a, a master scheduler or something like that. Or, um, or just like, for instance, I'll tell them like, Hey, I'll, I fixed my brakes on my car. Like I learned how to do that a couple months ago. And they're like, wow. Like, I wish I knew how to do that. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I just went to YouTube and, you know, watch the video probably like three or four times, find a model of the car that matches mine and went to AutoZone and they typed in a VIN number and a make a model and they got me the correct part. Like, and, you know, for me, I'm just like, no, I just, I just did what I was supposed to do. And people be like, nah, man, that ain't, that ain't nothing to like look over or whatever. You need to like stick your chest out a little bit more. So, yeah, I, I, I get that. Um, at the same time, it's just, I recognize it's part of my personality to be laid back so I don't always I'm not a boastful person um the only time I ever am loud about something is probably when I'm texting you about the shoes that I just got <laughs> and even then like you don't even be loud you know what I'm saying you just be like oh yeah so I got these you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's like so nonchalant and I'd be just be like Jarrell like you do realize that Mugs ain't hit on these shoes. You do realize that, right? <laughs> or like, example given, I think it was a time that you did some remodeling to the house inside the house, right? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, yeah, I just, you know, looked up something on YouTube, X, Y, and Z, and just, it's, I just did this. <laughs> what was it? Look at the cabinets? Like, come on, dog. I, I, I installed the over-the-range microwave, and I had, uh, yeah, had to move the cabinets up to fit the microwave in, yeah. This guy, look, look at listen, listen, listen here, bro. Look, bro, listen. Listen, if I don't tell you enough, there are moments when you text me about some of the things you said you have done. And I don't think I say this enough. This is my moment of thankfulness. You know, there are moments where I see you talk about certain things, like from the stuff you whip up in the kitchen. And I don't just mean that from the sense of I know somehow somebody I'm gonna get some. But like from the stuff you whip up in the kitchen, the things you actually install, the car breaks, et cetera. I'd be like, man, I'm proud to be like to know this guy. <laughs> like, you know, like this, this, you don't brag enough, but I don't like it. Like, I feel yeah. like I'm going to start yelling from the mountaintop, like, look at my dog. Like, <laughs> I think I'm going to just start doing that. I think, All right. I think, you know what? That's, that's a new segment. Look at my dog. I see you, my boy. Okay. Look at my dog. Okay. My guy. <laughs> like, check out my guy. We're giving shout outs to my guy. So the first, the first, the inaugural. <laughs> oh, you can't even call it inaugural. This is, a, this is an episode lead thing. The first 
uh, in episode lead. Uh, my God, announcement. Those are my bro, Jarrell. Just from being a stand-up citizen in society. Like, yeah, hey, I appreciate it. You know, you you just out here just shining and grinding, and you being the best husband possible. You be on your uncle duties, be driving the state to state, go pick up nephews and nieces and such, bring them back home. Like that is yeah. unprecedented <laughs> in today's world, where like uncles and just black men in general get a bad rap. So like you, you need to, need to, yeah, poke that, mm-hmm. beat that chest a little more, King Kong. You know, so there you go. I am man, <laughs> hear me roar, rawr. Like there we go. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I feel as if you know the mindset of us as black men is we're so used to just doing and getting things done that we don't just simply stop and celebrate and smell the roses because we don't usually get roses until we die, and. You hear your roses today. You know, here's your manly roses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if there's even a such thing. If it was a manly rose, it'd probably smell like lavender eucalyptus and black ice. <laughs> All in one rose. Mahogany teak wood. <laughs> but, <laughs> listen, featuring black ice on the track. Just, ah. <laughs> we deserve nice smelling things. And there you go. So shout out to you, man. Just... Just keep being you. Like, don't change it at all. If you do change it, I'm going to beat your ass. How about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so we talked about some things that you feel like you don't share openly that are good things. Um, I would like to get in my own business, but I'm, I don't want to do that unless I ask you. I'm going to ask about the things that you are. Hmm. Let's do it. So what's one thing that you think that you are ashamed, not, I don't want to say ashamed of, but yeah. what's one thing I think on a negative note that you haven't been able to express or share? Um, I think like for men in general, it's kind of just like, like sometimes like you hurt certain people as you maturing and growing. And it's like in your past, if you look back, you kind of see that you kind of, I ain't gonna say destruction because that's like a strong term, but you see like possibly relationships that like you were at the fault of them not being successful. So, you know, being able to just not, well, I guess the thing that I guess to answer your question, just looking back and not being able to maintain relationships to be successful, like having them go away or you being the reason why, you know, somebody still may feel some type of way to this day. Um, I guess like as a generic example, a guy who um, dated a girl and he did some mess up stuff, he cheated or whatever, now she is an insecure person. So he's he's at fault for that. And he may not be the person who um, has to live with that because he's probably moved on to a different relationship. So that's just a generic example. But when I look back, I see stuff like that that I, I could have did better. Mm. So do you feel as if that generic case was you in a certain point or you just speaking in general? Um, so not that case, not with the whole okay. relationship thing. Um, for me, it was more so just not keeping in touch with people, like kind of just like writing people off a little bit. So like mm. when, I went to, when I started going to uh, Wayne State, um, I was just so paranoid about flunking out because I felt like everybody was just like looking at me like, you your mama only son like 
nobody else in the family was really going to college at the time. And I'm just like, so I got, I got, I got to be successful. So all of the people who, I ain't gonna say all of the people, but as I'm going to college and trying to pass classes and stuff like that, I get through my first semester, I stop answering the phone for certain people because our stuff not aligning. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, that's kind of like immature. I could have just picked up the phone, told them like, hey, our stuff not aligning right now. We can still be cool. But right now I got to focus on this to be successful instead of just doing that whole passive aggressive, not answering the phone and then to the point where they no longer call. So now it's been maybe 12 years and I haven't spoken to them or seen them, you know, type of thing. So that's that's more of it in my case. Fair enough. And I can relate to that because, as you know, we went to the same school and had a very similar major. Um, But for me, I think that was, I wouldn't even say I was ashamed of how I handled it because I felt as if I handled it exactly how I was supposed to in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I want to offer that same grace to you. Like you, you did what you thought was the best thing in that moment. Now, it's not to say that you can't go back and be like, hey, listen, I feel like I may have, like, not handled this a certain way or grew apart because of this reason. But what I can say from experience is that I, too, had a moment in time where I realized that my life goals and my some people in my family's life goals didn't line at that very moment as far as, like, the direction I wanted to take. And I've seen that literally play out in two different facets. Me, obviously, being able to secure um, a career path and, um, you know, meet the spouse and, um, you know, being able to maintain certain relationships while letting others kind of falter. Um, I feel as if even those, though, even though you may consider that a flaw or something you wish you you know, didn't have to have said happened in life. Mm-hmm. I'm strongly believe now in my tender age of 33 is that um, everything happens as it should. And I'm not even going to say for a reason because sometimes there's absolutely no reason behind it. Um, sometimes it just happens as it should. And I say that besides with the fact of not saying it has a reason, is because you were supposed to be successful and you didn't want anything. And I I can say this because I can relate directly to you when I say this. You wanted to be successful by any means, but that was the right way that you thought. It was sticking to your guns in school. It was pursuing a career path that would afford you a better life on Maybe even, <laughs> maybe even being the reason that now every other Saturday, when it's a shoe that you want, you can hit the damn submit button, <laughs> submit for payment, and hopefully it go through. Right. So right. I think that it happened exactly how it's supposed to. And that was directed by Big Homie upstairs, the OG Sky Daddy. He mm-hmm. was just like, listen, you're supposed to walk this way. You're supposed to, you know, talk with these people you're supposed to associate with them you're supposed to disassociate yourself with these people not necessarily for life but in this moment y'all can come back together later and we'll see how that works out but as of you as of right now 
this is where I want you to walk. And from what I know, I know that I'm not the most sanctified, holified, saved person, (laughs) right? (laughs) But I do believe that God ordered my steps to be exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Mm -hmm. I may throw some explicits in there and and say some things that I probably shouldn't say, Mm -hmm. but I still walk as if I got some sense and that I I was raised in somebody's church, right? So I think that everything happens how it's supposed to, and that's the way you're supposed to walk because that's the path that was laid out, even with all the obstacles that you had to go along the way with and still make it through the fire. So um, I say all that to say, even though there are positives that we may not brag enough about, even though there are negative things that we don't brag and that we don't share because we're ashamed of them, mm-hmm. all those paths are for a reason and we're able to do those things because it's supposed to be that way. And it's okay to share them now. You know what I'm saying? So um, see how I did that and I didn't give out none of my business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't want y'all to know nothing. I'm a, I'm a secret of, I'm a, I'm a cancer. I'm a truly a cancer. Go back to my shell and just kick it. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, but no, I think it's exactly how it's supposed to be, and it's perfectly fine, bro. So, as I sip my tea, well, I appreciate it because I mean, not a lot of things weigh on me, but you know, sometimes I think back about that. Like, you know, I just remember hearing like people say, like, you know, be around the right crowd when you get on campus, this, this, and that, and all that type of stuff. You know, you can't save everybody. You know, no. even when I, even it was, it was even like embedded in my head, like even when I was in Cass, because like Cass, you know, at that time was like one of the only three school of choices at, in, in Detroit Public School. So first day orientation, you get there, at orientation, the principal is telling you like, look to your left, look to your right, that person not gonna be there at graduation. And it's like, mm. <laughs> so it's like you go through, it's like you kind of, you know, getting that ingrained in you from the age of like 14 all the way to, you know, so. I had to deal. I had to deal with that. I'm. I mean, I'm still kind of dealing with that. I forgot about that. <laughs> you know what the crazy thing is now, though, in real life. What's that? I don't remember who's sitting to my left or my right. <laughs> True. I don't either. Well, that's what I'm about to say. Like, do you remember them? Like, I don't. Like, and I don't know if it was just because it wasn't. A, it was an empty chair. But no. Like, now I remember some of the people I crossed paths with, and I've been fortunate enough to either catch up with them or come to terms with where our relationships stopped at. I wouldn't say that all relationships end. I will say that your relationship stops at a certain point if it does. Um, And then picks back up where it left off. Because now they've accomplished certain things. They've done certain things. They've become, they got married. They had kids. They went off to go to do other things. And so just because you weren't along that path with them, now it just gives y'all something to talk about. Hopefully. I mean, if you talk to them ever again, right? (laughs) Um, But no, like, I have relationships like that. Even one of my, um, one of my closest, like, one of my closest family members. Um, 
That's not what I'm talking about this, but what the hell? Um, so one of my closest family members, right? He did a bit, and you know, it's public records. I mean, you can look it up if you really want to know, but um, he did a bit for doing what I call some absolute stupid stuff. Um, just got out of prison, you know, had we have our conversations, you know, it's like the whole Jay-Z and uh Kanye thing, like we're gonna have our conversation. You was doing whatever, and I'm gonna have our conversations. I would be Jay-Z, I would be Jay-Z. Um, <laughs> um you know, it's like, yeah, I want to give my life together X, Y, and Z. I'm ready, ready to do this, Rich, do it. And then a year later, a whole year later. You go get arrested one more time for one of the same reasons you got caught up in the system to begin with over 11 years ago. And it's just like, come on, dog. Like, come on, dog. What you doing? It's just, I think it's just disheartening. I think that's one of the things that I'm ashamed to share and talk about, but it's one of the things that does bother me. It's like, how do you watch somebody that you basically grew up with side by side, hand in hand, as like a brother to you, mm-hmm. get caught up in a system that's never designed to help you? And then, you know, ask for handouts. Like you have a kid. Mm-hmm. You have a kid that, and I say, when I literally say cry to me, about you being gone and not knowing how to connect with you. And I can't wait to get back to basics and have good times with my dad. And then for you to disappoint them on the other end of it. And now you back caught up in the system. But now you want everybody else to explain to your kid instead of you. I don't have sympathy for that and I feel like I should, but I have more self-sympathy for that young boy because I was that young boy, you know, like, for a period of time, I did grow up without a dad, my actual dad around. And then when he came back around, he was like, nope, I ain't going to be able to do it. I'm going to work. <laughs> I'm going home to have me an ice cold beer. I'm going to cook this liver and onions, this smothered pork chop, this fried chicken, this hot buttery mashed potatoes. This 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 can of green peas. I hated that. Oh my god. Um, and some ice cold Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just what he was on. Like he was on a straight and narrow. Made sure all his kids was good. Made sure he established all his relationships with his siblings. Made sure that he was the best sound self, even with the little bit of addiction left. He was just like, I mean, I'm about to get messed up. So if I'm too asleep in the morning. Go in my pants pocket, take what you need to go on the bus, go to school, but you need to go to school. You know what I'm saying? It was just like he made sure that he took care of responsibility as a father. And that responsibility was make sure that your kids have the resources to be successful. Now, if you use them or not, that's different. Because I felt like with me, I was the spoiled but not spoiled child. I know y'all listening, like, what the hell does that even mean? Here go rich again. Um, to be the spoiled, unspoiled child means that I was not spoiled with the material things in life, but I was spoiled with that father figure that made sure I was good in life. 
you know, it was making sure I was up on time, making sure that I knew how to brush my hair, make sure the waves was popping, you know, make sure that my hair was neat, presentable, um, make sure I knew how to iron a shirt and some pants, um, make sure my shoes didn't look like nobody cared about me. Um, all those intangible things that know how to throw in a suit and a tie when it's time. Like, I won't put on that Stetson. I'm not doing that, Pops. But I know how to, I know how to step out, step out cleanly and put my best foot forward, whether that be with a pair of some chemical reactions or that fresh pair of joints I just got. Everything's just gotta be crisp to the point, simplistic, but to the point. And um, so like to know that, you know, I you know, it's cousins related, but you know, with certain cousins, just these your siblings, these your nieces and nephews, right? To know that I'm going to make sure I have to put an extra foot forward for my nephews. At first, I thought it wasn't fair because it's like, you're not my kid. But at the mm -hmm. same token, we as men have to understand that it takes a community to raise a child regardless if you're directly in that community or not. If you are at any point of time attached to that community, it's your job to make sure they know what's going on. It's your job to make sure that they have some self-love, some self some affection. Um, get that hug, you know what I'm saying? Kiss that little kid on the forehead. You know, that's, that's a kid in your family, you know what I'm saying? Like, Make sure they know that they're loved every day when they go out and when they come home, the same thing, and that the people in the world that are insecure about themselves will probably show you the most hate. But you do it with love, with grace, and a smile on your face every day. And you grind, you know what I'm saying? So I know that was probably a mouthful. But what I will say is that, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think we need more self-love for ourselves in the future, and especially for right now. And... Um, I think that eliminates a lot of this toxic masculinity, especially as men have that we don't we don't brag enough, that we don't open share enough about the negative things, and we don't kind of exist on an equilibrium of like a good solid balance, right? So mm -hmm. that's probably a whole mouthful, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I, you know, post therapy, obviously. That's how I see the world now. And Mufasa said it best. The world exists in a delicate balance. Mm -hmm. Known as what? The circle of life. And I feel as if within that circle, we got some things we proud of that we like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that bowling game I had last night, in which I helped our <laughs> team win. I'm proud of that shit. That was great. <laughs> I felt like, I felt like, I don't know. It was like Jordan-esque. You know, it was like, I didn't have like the best overall like series. But that one game was like game seven. Like, listen, I don't think Jordan played the game seven. It's like game six. You know what I'm saying? It was just very just like, ah, just let, it, let that boy roll off the fingers. It's a, it's a layup, man. Boy, bang, strike. Um, and then we have some moments we're not so proud of. So same instance in which I had that one game, and I was like, Yeesh. <laughs> or like a moment where 
I felt less than, you know what I'm saying? Or the moments where I'm like, dang, this boy poking out a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? Some people would just hide away and stop eating and like all this other crap. Mm-hmm. One vacation recently, I was like, listen, I'm taking the selfie with the tatas in the picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If y'all seen it, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, at first I was like, I don't want to take this. I'm like, oh, fat and chubby. I got, mm-hmm. I got these big old, like, just like this whole big <laughs> chest situation. It's not like just like, because I've been doing mm-hmm. a push-up. You see the arms. You know I've been working. Like, mm-hmm. I just ran a 5K. Why am I ashamed to show off this body? Like, right. no, it ain't the most beach body. Well, like, it's a body nonetheless. So I'm letting the belly hang. You know what I'm saying? Um, regardless of the belly hang or if you got a six pack, the fact that you have a body to actually look at, be able to touch, to be able to work on, share that shit, mm-hmm. embrace it. You know, we just worked through one of the most major pandemics in American history, world history. Right. Some people don't have lives. They lost them because of a daily disease that some people still fail to recognize as a world pandemic or epidemic. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit was real because I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it will take you out if you're not prepared for it. And uh, you keep pushing, we keep li- living, and keep learning. So that is my TED talk. We could probably go on this topic all night long. But I'm pretty sure they can be like, Rich, man, shut up. My God, we get it. Um, but I must tell the main takeaways. The main takeaways is this. We said it throughout this conversation. Said it throughout this conversation. Jarrell, you and me are pretty much the same. I think the only difference is we didn't know each other back in the red zone. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to come together when we did, and we did. Um I think that one, we got things we should brag about, which I just forgot about when I forgot to brag about, and I'll get to that in a second. Okay. And then we also have things we're not so happy about. You know, I often, ever, ever somebody asks me about, like, how's my mom doing? I kind of shy away from it because it's like, mm-hmm. toxicity. Mm-hmm. But that mother is the reason I am who I am today. And regardless of her ways, regardless if I'm proud of it, regardless if I'm not, Regardless of what she told me and taught me, versus sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to answer this damn phone. <laughs> um, my mother is still alive today. I can be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. She may not be sober today, but she is alive today. And I'll take that. Um, other parents, not so much. Father's gone. Over the last 11 years ago. 11 years ago. Glad that we had the chance to know that guy. Like, mm-hmm. like there's something about manhood that we as men probably can't like you know we probably can't even get through unless we you know have that um i guess the other thing is the people that you have these experiences with and especially the ones that are still with you now you have right now today to work on those relationships mm-hmm. We got this podcast that brought us together even closer than it was before in a very untraditional brotherhood, but definitely one nonetheless now. There's not a time in the world where somebody don't ask me about you for in my family. And I have to remember, like, 
how you know Jarrell? That's my guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there have been moments in your family get together. So it's like, why Richard and Lena not here? But it's sure. just like, you know, and it's not just to sit here and boast and brag, but it, organically, that's how some of the best relationships and friends are created. It's just because of college or, you know, lifelong acquaintances, things of that nature. So um, brag on your accomplishments. Talk about your shortcomings, the things you aren't so proud of. Because I guarantee all those things shape you to the person that you are today and may even make you better. So and if there's there's people that, you know, you fell out with, et cetera, sometimes either you owe that to yourself to figure out what happened or count it as a blessing. Mm-hmm. Because there's been times where I've been in situations with my, one of my cousins, the one I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. I was in a stolen car. Didn't even know it. Oh, boy. At like 14. Okay. You see the (laughs) stuff that pop up on Crime in the D. Them kids about how old? 14. 14. So, I mean, I got out of them situations when I did, as I did. And now we're on totally different paths. But I do wish my man's the best. I really do. That's my guy. I love him to death. But I more so wanted for his son because I love that little guy probably a little bit more than him. And it's not to compare it. It's just he's another young man that's growing up in today's world without the true presence of a dad in his life. So, you know, I could go on that tangent, but I respect for the family. I'm going to just chill. <laughs> you know, there's a lot to say. It's just I don't know, bro. I just, I just can't. But anyway, you get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, all in all, I mean, this this podcast was created for platforms just like this. So whether it's a thing that your guys are happy to brag about, like, you know what? I never did celebrate that one thing. Or something that you were ashamed to talk about. We want to hear from you guys. Make sure you hit us up at mentalmatterspodcast at gmail.com. Haven't said that in a while. Forgot we even had an inbox. Um, sliding our DMs on all the social media platforms. We'll put them into Matters Podcast or any place that you get your social media things from, whether it be TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We are on all those spaces. Um, stream us wherever you get your podcasts, especially on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Pods, SoundCloud, that random one app that I have not downloaded to my phone because I won't do it. <laughs> Go there too. We probably there. Um, I have important things. I didn't brag. I don't brag enough. <laughs> so I just want to give a shout out and a huge thank you to one of my favorite organizations. I think that ultimately saved my life. Um, the National Society of Black Engineers. A couple weeks ago, if not last weekend, no, week before Thanksgiving, uh, I was asked to be a speaker um, for the pre-college, the mini, the pre, the mini pre-collegiate conference for every kid up through high school. Um, And I got to present a workshop called What? Your Mental Matters. Why don't we talk about, we talked about mental health things. We talked about self-care strategies, um, mental wellness strategies, things of that nature. And we had a a little cool giveaway that we did on behalf of that. So um, the kids were engaged. They loved it. 
Um, we had this thing called self-care bingo, which I think I'm gonna get into that bag with us soon. Then we're gonna play a game sooner and later. I'm gonna play bingo. And uh it was all about discovering what some self-care strategies are in your current life or that you want to know more of and uh connect with those people in which practice those self-care strategies so you guys can learn from one another, engage with one another, and hopefully have a friend for life. That was the biggest thing, especially as you grow up in the, the preteen and teenage world. So um yeah, man, it was a good time. I even did a kick check with some people, you know, it was, that was dope. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the little homie that had some Air Jordan 1 mochas on. I was like, oh yeah, we get to get this boomy real quick. You know, that's what the kids call it, a boomy. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but no, man, we had a good time. Good time down in Indianapolis. Um, got to see some of my favorite people across the mid, across the Great Lakes region. And, um, you know, just celebrate blackness in STEM. And uh, in the course with true blackness in STEM, we must give shout outs to one of the, the highest grossing movies of 2022. Mm-hmm. The homegirl did her thing again, especially as a lead actress in Wakanda Forever, basically the Black Panther mm-hmm. 2. I feel like we can talk about this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been out like, for almost a month now. Been out for almost a month. I'm hoping to go see it with the wife very soon. She's she mm-hmm. still ain't seen it together yet, but um, I just I guess I'll ask: Have you seen Black Panther two? What kind of forever? Have you seen the movie? I have. I've seen it. What what a, what was your takeaway? Did did you compare it to the first one instinctively, or did you give it the respect it deserves its own movie? I gave it the respect it deserves after I saw it. Um, I knew it wasn't going to be the whole, you know, as the first one, just due to, you know, the passing of Chadwick and, and it was a moment like you can't, you can't recreate those moments like, like the Black Panther, you can't recreate that you can't recreate when back in the 80s I'm sure our parents did come into America like that like, you know, when Jay-Z dropped the blueprint, you can't, <laughs> college dropout, like you, you can't recreate those moments, you gotta look back at them and just like, Ah, just basking them. So, um, yeah. anybody who was comparing it, I feel like they were doing themselves injustice. You know, you just got to look at it for the greatness that it is. And I mean, the movie was like two hours and forty minutes. It felt like it was ninety minutes long. It wasn't really okay. <laughs> okay, because I was saying right. like, wait, mm-hmm. it's over. Yeah. Come on, dog. <laughs> Come on, dog. Yeah. It could have yeah. went for another 20, 30 minutes. You could have. And I would have been okay. Especially with the okay. ending. Mm-hmm. I ain't even going to spoil the end of ending because, you know, every <laughs> every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie has a has a twist at the end that right. draws you in. Just mm-hmm. know that we are nowhere near done with the Black, with the, with the country known as Wakanda. We are not done with the Black Panther at all when it Absolutely. comes to the Marvel Universe. Even Absolutely. if that was the last film, it ain't over. But it ain't over. That's the spoiler. It's not over. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this with respect to the few people that either have not seen it or don't, whatever. I think they did a great job of acting under grief. Mm-hmm. There needs to be some some Oscars given. Yeah. If Auntie Angela don't get another one, mm-hmm. 
for this, we got problems. Mm -hmm. I'm going down to the academy myself <laughs> and being like, hey, we want to recount. I'm, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing what the Republicans do when they lose elections. I'm doing what they do. I'm showing up. I'm saying we ain't going to certify these results until <laughs> it's counted over and it's in our favor. Because stop Auntie, <laughs> stop the count. Because Auntie Angela ate in Black Panther mm. too, okay? She ate. Mm. It was just like, mm, eat, eat some more. Uh, but I don't know, I think the whole cast did a great, like a colorful and beautiful job of just like painting the true, I would say the true presence of what it means to not only lose an actual character in the movie, mm -hmm. but that source being translated from real life because of the sustenance and the presence that Chadwick like kind of forced you to have when it came to him. Like he was just such a presence when it came to like the cinematic universe in itself, not just the Marvel one, but like all of movies. Like the whole James Brown recreation, the whole Jackie Robinson recreation, even the movies that we got to see after he passed. Um, what was the movie about the bridges that was on Netflix? Oh, 21 Bridges. 21 Bridges, one of my favorite movies on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't see the Western uh one yet. I have not brought myself to watch that yet. But like mm -hmm. just his acting anyway of any space that he's in. You can never tell me that Chadwick doesn't eat in those scenes. I went back a couple and watched, of them I didn't see either. Yeah. I went back to watch what was what was it? Criminal Minds or was it CSI? I want to say it was Criminal Minds or C I want to say it was CSI. It was one of those series that he was actually in. And that man ate. And I was just like, <laughs> look at my guy. Like, and the funny, crazy thing about it was, I didn't really get into CSI or Criminal Minds or none of that until like 2020, late 2020, early 2021, after we finished binging Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> so to see him again, it was just like a, you know how like, have you ever had an experience with someone pass, passes on and then you see them again in a dream? Yep, for sure. You know, like that sense of calm and peace that you have just because mm -hmm. they're simply there. You don't even know what they're saying to you, but they're right. simply there. It's just mm -hmm. like, ah, you just, <laughs> you just bask in that moment just seeing them there. I feel like that's what it was like when I got to see those episodes of those crime shows and seeing mm -hmm. Chadwick in those. And I was just like, hmm. <laughs> What's up, Chad? What's going on, bro? Mm -hmm. How you been, man? You, how you doing up there? You know what I'm saying? It was just very calming. So seeing Wakanda forever wasn't necessarily for me a moment of grief. It was a moment of let's celebrate and send our guy off the right way. And I feel as if Ryan Coogler needs to be one of the best directors of all time for truly capturing that and projecting that into the big screen of a major multi-million dollar like production that's captured way more than that in the box office. I mean, what is it? Three straight weeks and counting? Yeah. Highest gross of the film. 
<laughs> we see what Black Panther one did. Goddamn it! Mm-hmm. I mean, hey. So, just shout out to the whole cast. Um, I would say Lupita's Lupita. I mean. You feel me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's me we should be able to say it like you feel okay. Yeah, yeah. Just the whole cast is just beautiful, but she really just stepped into her essence um in her role. You know, as a you know, just just dope. And um really show what you know, everybody was kind of like she was kind of secretive, I think, in the first Black Panther, like what she is, you know, to what kind of things of that nature, but she really kind of like showed the essence of her character and what kind of favorite. I think that was a good job of portraying that for those that may not have truly caught, you know, her like her like spy like behaviors. So that was dope. Um the whole uh and I don't want to get the culture wrong. But I love how they introduce a new culture outside of African culture into a cultural experience for the culture, if that makes sense. Um was that Mesoamerican if I'm not mistaken? Um, yeah, they're bringing together black and brown. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful how they did it. Because in true fashion, mm-hmm. like, you know, we should live in a world where cultures can come together, celebrate one another's culture, respect each other's differences, and keep moving. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he almost, as a true good film, Namor almost had me sucked all the way in. Until mm-hmm. so he was just like... You either with us or against us, so we're gonna fight to that death. I was like, oh, okay, all right, okay, <laughs> all right, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm gonna ask this is a spoiler. If you have listened to this point, we appreciate you. But if you have listened to this point, there's a spoiler that I'm about to throw out here. So you got the next five seconds to pack your things, grab your wraps, have a good day. We love you. What up, though? Mm-hmm. I think that was five seconds. The ancestral planes. Yeah. Listen, when Shuri <laughs> went to them ancestral planes, mm-hmm. and that chair crept around, you crept to the other side of that chair. Uh-huh. What was your first thoughts? I loved it. <laughs> oh, okay. It was refreshing. Oh, was just like. Yeah. I probably I, like leaped out of my chair. Like, oh, shoot. Like, <laughs> look at my God. So mm-hmm. damn clean and crisp. After, I think one of the cool things I was really loving about it is because that I believe was it after Black Panther one where you say he was having mental health issues. We talked mm-hmm. about that. Or was that or Creed? I forgot which one it actually was. But I think it was Black Panther. We say he had a lot of mental health issues after the whole fact. But like to see him on the big screen again, to see Michael B. Jordan on the big screen again in his true Killmonger fashion, just Mm -hmm. as melanated as he needs to be with the locks to the back and just spin surreal. He brought like a whole antagonistic presence. And dimension to the film and it was just like you almost was back i was almost back on his side again i was like <laughs> you know i don't know if i ever really left killmonger's side <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with y'all listen 
Listen, listen. I was not, I was sitting there in the back of my mind hoping that it wasn't the ancestral plane that he would come back in. I thought it was the way that the vibrating was going to also save him. Like it couldn't set chain, save T'Challa. And I thought it was going to use that to bring him back. I thought of it. <laughs> I did. Because I was like, but I feel like in the multiverse, I feel like it's going to happen. Okay. That was a okay. too crisp of a scene. I feel like it's going to happen. In a different multiverse of the of the of Wakanda, he's going to be just sitting there like, I told you. Yeah. Told you how it's supposed to be. You see what happened. Get out of here. Like you said, yeah. he was clean. He had on that all white. He was looking real godly. As he was supposed to. <laughs> but, uh, but that's the one thing about the ancestral plane. You were, you were draped in all white. If you remember all the ancestral plane moments, um, but that was refreshing and it it made sense. And I was just like, but I know because of whose sister that she is, that she wouldn't full fledged become a killer. Like I knew she would find a way to like dig deep and really stand to like to that one tribe. It's just like I knew she would come through with that. So, um. Queen Ramona. Bruh. Yeah. I don't know if you can go that far, but like that, all I'm saying is this, I'm going to reiterate. If she don't get her roses and get that next Oscar again, uh-huh. I'm going to the Academy, bro. I'm just going <laughs> scoop, scoop. I'm pulling off and I'm singing every takeoff ad lib that I know. And I'm going to just start with Let's get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know when you hear that and let's get it, something about to drop. How about the 16th passenger? Listen. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So, I think that's all we should say about Black Panther 2. What kind of favor? Um, if you haven't seen it by now, go do yourself a favor and go see the damn movie. It's great. Yeah. It's you might be a little sad, but it's only right. It's respect to our homie, our fallen, our fallen king T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the real world, we know him as Chadwick Boseman. Um, we still send rest in peace, love, and such to you. I believe that um, was it his wife that's breaking her silence and finally speaking out. I think um, so. so I'm looking forward to seeing what that interview was about. But um, you know, it was it was exactly what it's supposed to be. I think it's probably one of the top films of this year, if not the top film of this year, but definitely one of them. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what Marvel has coming up. But um, I'm trying, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, that's like the best movie I've seen. Like, I've oh no, so I'll put Woman King, then Black Panther. So that's what I was gonna say. And Woman King had me literally shed some tears, bro. I ain't gonna hold you up. I was sitting there like, um, (laughs) I will say this. I strongly feel as if if they strip Black Panther, the whole franchise, out of the Marvel Universe, Mm -hmm. and they just put it in tandem with the Woman King, Mm -hmm. I think it goes, I think you could, you could probably place it in any order, 
but I probably would go Black Panther, The Woman King, to explain the Dora Milaje tribe in real life, because that's basically what it was. Mm-hmm. And then that significance leads into Wakanda forever. Okay. Tell me that don't fit. It does. Like, yeah. it could very well work. Like, and we got to find a spot for uh for Auntie Viola to be in the Marvel Universe and in Wakanda somewhere just hiding out. Because let me mm-hmm. find out. Yeah. Then this next Black Panther film that Lila Davis in that boy is like the great grandmother or some bruh. <laughs> come on. I was thinking, I'm like, wasn't she in something? But nah, that was something else. She was in, she was like one of the FBI agents in Suicide Squad or something like that, I think. Yeah. That Which is crazy. Idea. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> um but no, like I can see that actually happening and me being extremely happy about that. So um so yeah, that's all we're gonna say about the Marvel things. Um I don't know. There's a lot more we could probably get into, but I don't want to bore the people. I'ma just say this is that I'm thankful for all the experiences that we had to this point. We are literally almost at our fifth year as a podcast, as a collective into this mm-hmm. hopeless bromance that I think we've developed and not going no damn where. I know that there's still cigars chilling in your spot that we have to take care of. That's important oh, yeah. business to me. Um, I have a lot of time off in December, so mm-hmm. we figure it out, Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think the only, only selfish thing I have going on right now is uh, hey, Shout out to 116 years to the coldest fraternity known to man that I can say, that I can know of, that I know of. The Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, December 4th, makes 116 years that this brotherhood has been touching the lives of the world, whether that be over overseas, whether that be here in the United States, whether it's walked with Dr. King himself, whether that's being honoring Thurgood Marshall posthumously as a member, whether that's being honoring some of our historical legends, such as Duke Ellington, W.B. Du Bois, even some well-known, such as Keevan, Keenan Ivory Wayans, Cornel West, uh, Roland Martin, Lenny Wilkins, one of the best NBA coaches out, you know, in his NBA history. Mm-hmm. Um, sheesh. Me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, you know, like, I'm like, I'm important to somebody, damn it. Um, but no, just shout out to all my fellow brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha. We love, I love you, and uh, thank you for just making me to the man I am today. Um, I'm not going to sit here and boast and say that family didn't have anything to do with it, but you definitely carved me into one of the the parts of my life that I'm forever grateful for. Now, as a life member, I can say that I'm starting to see the full benefit of this thing 12 years in. So, yes, all that. Big ups to Nesby as well. I mean, listen, Founders ain't coming up no time soon. But um, what I will say is both those organizations, I think, shaped me and I'm thankful for them. But most importantly, thanks for Wayne, to Wayne States for allowing my friendships and such to grow organically. And without Wayne State, I don't think I'll ever get to know you, bro. So, hey, listen, mm-hmm. we're about to be at five years. As five. <laughs> so... We got to make sure we do this correctly. <laughs> and uh, we almost had 100 episodes, bro. Yeah. 100. I ain't even thought <laughs> what we were going to do yet for the 100th episode, but it's got to be, I don't know. 
<laughs> gotta be something big. It gotta be. We, we gotta do something special. But uh-huh. in the meantime, to help us celebrate, what I hope that y'all do is cop the merch, get this collab merch. By the time you see this, the special will probably be over. Y'all missed it. I ain't ordered nothing, but it's all good. <laughs> um, we got these in hoodies now. Yes, we have the life is short. Go to therapy, buy the shoes and hoodies now. And mm-hmm. I believe we, we got it in crew necks. Yes, we got it in crew necks. Um, some exclusive colors that you ain't seen before. So make sure you grab one. I'm gonna grab my real soon. Jarrell, you better because you've been slacking. You should get you one. And uh slacking. you need to get something to go with them lost and found so you can be found again. <laughs> <laughs> um we have our own merch. Definitely gotta buy that too. Make sure y'all support it, make sure y'all show the love. Um, new sponsorship alert. I have been added to the Dionu tribe, if that makes sense. Um, so it is a African-based clothing brand. Um, I can put the link. The link will be in the description of this episode for all the things we discussed here today. Um, if you use the co- promo code Rich Loves Kits, um, you will be able to get 15% off of your order. So make sure y'all tap in with that. Tap in with on the ground apparel. Um, that's another sponsorship as well for the pod. And uh, you mm-hmm. use the code Rich Loves Kicks and you will get, I think it's 10% off one of those percentages. I'm not sure. My brain hurt. But um, just find a way to show love and support. And um, yeah. So with that being said, and no, Jarrell, do you have anything before we go back to these ghetto streets? Uh, go see Black Panther. You better. Um, make yourself a priority during the holiday season. You know, I know we always, you know, want to give to others and everything like that, but make sure you straight and then immediately after that, then take care of, you know, the other people that, that need to be taken care of. But, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So keep that in mind as we go through the closing out the rest of this year. Listen, Dennis Archer told me best when I got to meet him in 2014. <laughs> said you cannot help other people with a with a with a soft foundation mm-hmm. establish your you got to ground yourself first get your roots established really get into that soil deep and once you have a strong foundation then you can start helping things limb by limb piece by piece and um man he was one of the coldest mayors we didn't have but anyway <laughs> we love you guys we hope you stay safe during this holiday season um, I think next episode, we're going to get into some Christmas things. We got some things to talk about for Christmas. Because I got some gifts I want. <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> talk about it. Hey, anyway. All right. We love y'all. Stay up. And uh, remember, life is short. Go to therapy. You're always buy the shoes. Drink your water. And if you don't, that's you. Use chapstick because your lips going to be dry and ashy. All right. Bye. <laughs>